Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back. Another episode of Damsels in Detroit. This is episode 70. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And thank you, thank you. Um, I'm sitting here with a friend that I've had since middle school. Y'all know I like to pull people you know, mm-hmm. from my past. <laughs> but I'm excited to be sitting with Desiree Bailey. Um, so as you guys know, going to be getting into her bio and then we'll hop right into our questions. Desiree Bailey is a Metro Detroit-based clinical psychotherapist and behavioral interventionist, as well as the founder of Logan's Learning Lab, which is a private tutoring service that caters to busy parents who want the best for their children. In addition to her educational accomplishments in psychology from the University of Michigan and the Michigan School of Psychology, Desiree also has experience working as an applied behavior analysis therapist, special education teacher, and tutor. Through all that she does, Desiree's goal is to promote early interventions in low socioeconomic communities by providing support and resources to families in need. Hey, girl. Hello, beautiful. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yes. Let's get started. Thank you. Before we get started, thank you for having (laughs) me. Thank you for giving me the platform. Um, This is my baby. Yeah. Your baby that was named after your baby. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Named after my baby. Um... This is a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Mental health and education are one of the, two of the things that I will go hard for. Yeah. So, yeah. We need people like you, okay? <laughs> and as we were talking before we even started recording, I'm just like, my girl, she knows her stuff, okay? <laughs> Listen, I'm on it. I am yes. on it. Whatever I can do. Um, And also, I feel like I had to read those words very slowly in your title because it's a lot of syllables. <laughs> It is. It I was is. like, ooh. <laughs> okay. There's a lot going on. You know, but you did it. Yes. You did it all. <laughs> so, clear from your bio that you have a passion for psychology, and I feel like it takes a very special person to want to learn how other people think. hmm And, like, continue to learn how other people think. Because you didn't stop at the basic, like, genet psychology. You said, I'm about to take this even farther. Yeah. So, what inspired you or what motivated you to want to get into psych? Um, I've always been that person that was inquisitive. Mm-hmm. So I had a question for everything. Um, and I just wanted to know why I was one of those kids. Well, why? Well, you know, and it was just like, I know it bugged, you know, like the adults in my family, but at the same time, it was like, you know, I really was curious. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, I really wanted to know what drives people in there's a reason behind every behavior. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is driven by something. And so um, ga- gaining an understanding, I guess, like more of an understanding of how our brain works, um, how trauma mm-hmm. rewires the brain, and understanding that everything is rooted in white supremacy. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> and so literally everything. Everything. And so understanding that and then how black people were kind of like set up to fail. Mm-hmm. Um knowing that kind of made me want to say like want to know why we are the way we are even more. Um and so to me and based on my research 
black people, you know, think differently. We operate differently. Mm-hmm. Um, our DNA is different. Um, and so just knowing that, I was like, okay, I got to go deeper. Yeah. Like, I got to go get in the nitty gritty. <clears throat> so, yes, you know, what they teach us is, you know, based on the, you know, white people. Yeah. And, you know, how they operate and why they do what we do. Um, why they do what they do, but we... The reason we do what we do is a, a whole, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's deeper. It's yeah. on a deeper level. And so that was what made me say, I'm going to, you know, see what it is that, you know, what it is that we need to know for ourselves and how can I put that information out? Yeah. Um. So it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> As you can see, my wheels are turning <laughs> um, and I'm trying to put it in so many words. Um. But yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's why. So going back to everything being rooted in white supremacy and everything <laughs> literally trailing back to slavery, it's crazy. I was, um, I think I mentioned this on an earlier episode, but started listening to this podcast about food, mm-hmm. um, black food specifically, and literally everything from the way that we season things to the way, like the types of sauces we use to how we like our meats tender. It's like, oh no, we had to do that because slaves like couldn't do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And so now, and it's just like, everything why why mm-hmm. <laughs> literally it's insane it's, it's, it is and I, it's like stuff that we don't even think about or stuff that we just kind of take for granted on a day-to-day basis it's like no if you really you know sit and like analyze this it's it's kind of sick it is <laughs> i've had those moments where i'm like oh man and someone's like yeah well you know they used to do that back you know in slavery mm-hmm. and i was just like Dang, we can't catch a break. <laughs> we can't catch a break. <laughs> like just it, it just couldn't um come out of creativity. Yeah, you know, it had to come out of survival. Mm-hmm. And so, just knowing that and saying like, oh, we've been taught to operate in survival mode for all. <laughs> eternity (laughs) and so but that's a generational thing Mm -hmm. and so yes that's you know it's trauma (laughs) like i said re really rewires the brain Mm -hmm. and so if you are operating in survival mode everything you do and how you you know think determines the way you function in life. And so that comes from what you teach your children, how you teach your children, how you cope, you mm-hmm. know, um, all of that. And so, yeah, that yeah. Like, look, I'm on that goes into education, Ooh. but I'm gonna slow yeah. down a little bit. <laughs> yes. We have lots, <laughs> lots to discuss. Yes. Um, so you got your bachelor's in psych from U of M. Mm-hmm. I'll forgive you for that. Oh, I'm just joking. Look at all. Don't even start. <laughs> go blue. I'll forgive you. Go green. Go white. Okay. <laughs> Don't do this to me. All right. All right. Look, come on. We're not going to go there. <laughs> and then you got your master's in clinical psychology from the Michigan School of Psychology. Yes. And now you are currently enrolled at a master's program at Wayne State. Yes. Always in school. <laughs> <laughs> I am a professional student and I am kind of sick of it. This was, this has been the worst worst experience i've had so oh my god okay so you're at wayne state doing uh school and community psychology Mm -hmm. so can you tell me how all of these differ maybe like how some of them overlap Mm -hmm. if possible and then which has been your favorite to study and why okay so um how did how did okay so i ended up getting into Clint, like we said, you know, psychology kind of always knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as a little girl, though, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Okay. I'm like, oh, I want to work with kids, Mm -hmm. right? Well. Right, you know? And so I was like, (laughs) oh, I think, you know, I can help them health-wise. Okay. That was what I said as a little girl. Um, And it's amazing how God works because that was my thing. Oh, I want to help kids Mm -hmm. with with their health. Fast forward to high school and my questioning of why, like I said, I was like, oh, I want to go to school to be a psychologist. Mm Mm-hmm. Got to U of M, and of course you can't declare until you know after a certain excuse me, certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I ended up um, soon as I could declare, I did, and I was just like you know, and I was out of there mm-hmm. you know as soon as possible. I did the bridge the bridge program, so I you know was y'all looked like y'all had so much fun in bridge. Oh, it was a I time. was jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time. I've made some of the most. Um, monumentous relationships Mm -hmm. like i love them yeah i love my friends i love my girls they are we've been through every almost every milestone as an adult together but anyway yes so um (laughs) that was my like that was my okay the solidification of this is why this is what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. um then i graduated from there and I had Logan. I actually walked across the stage like five months pregnant. I was so Logan <laughs> also has his bachelor's in yes, he does. psychology. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, you know, I took, of course, took some time off. Um, 2018, I went back to school for a clinical psych, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny enough, he walked across the stage with me. Oh, he has two degrees. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he did. He walked across the stage with me. He had on his little cap and gown. Um, but like literally it was, that was, um, a time in my life where I was like, I had to do what I needed to do for mm-hmm. myself. Um, and so he was going to classes with me. Um, we, you know, we, like we said, not that degree. We really did get yes. together. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't know how to administer a psychological assessment because <laughs> he was in class. Um, but yes. And so I graduated in 2019 and instead of going straight into doing therapy, um, I went and started working in a school Okay, as a resource teacher um, or what, you know, what is called, what is known as a special education teacher. Okay. And that is when I got into education. That was like, hey, like, this is what we need. This is what we need to do. So I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, but the my supervisor or like the CEO of the company, he actually took me under his wing mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> you know, acted as my mentor. And so he was like, this is the program that I went to to become a school psychologist. Like, I, you know, highly recommend it. And so... Last year, I, you know, I finally went and was like, okay, this is what I, this is exactly what I want to do. So mm-hmm. I took a career shift um, to go back to school to be a school psychologist, but the whole, it's all going to work, you know, okay. um, like it's in all going to come, okay. yeah, it's going to come full circle because here I am with this mental health background. Now I'm going to have this educational background. Um and my two passions <clears throat> are coming together to mm-hmm. make a difference in our communities because that is what drives. Um, they're working together. Yeah. And our mental health or lack thereof will determine how we are successful in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm seeing it in the children. Um, and I seen it as I was working as a resource teacher and I was like, I'm going back and I'm going to do something about this. Yeah. Now, do you feel like schools now are prioritizing mental health with students or because I'm trying to think about 
just my elementary, middle school, high school experience. And I don't think mm-hmm. there was really anybody talking to us or even like some of the counselors. I really don't know what they were doing in the offices all day. Like I, <laughs> The counselors were more concerned about us going to college. Yeah. They were academic advisors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were. Right. Like they, I would never come up to you and tell you my business. Exactly. Because you're going to tell the next kid. Right. You know, the they next were kid, very the chatty. Pe- like, yeah. The only one I can think of that was like nice was, was it Miss Green? Miss Green. Yes, everybody loved her. But other than that, like, God I cannot. I know. But I yeah, she was awesome. Yeah. I loved her. But anybody else, I cannot think of like any of my high school counselors' names. I don't, they didn't have an impact. See, I had one. Okay. <clears throat> her name is Mona Kelly. If you hear this, I love you so much. <laughs> um, she worked, she kind of like doubled as like a second mom in school. She was really determined, but it was it was more focused on <clears throat> getting me to, you know, to college. Mm-hmm. But it was more so what is your mindset to get you there? Okay. So yes, our end goal is to get you in these, you know, universities or, you know, get these applications completed mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it was I'm rooting for you. Yeah. You know, I support you. What is it that you need from me mm-hmm. as your counselor? So she I did have that. But yes, there are <clears throat> to answer your question, mental health is more um more of a focus in schools mm-hmm. now, but that's because mental health is more of a focus in the world. Yeah. Um and so they're under bullying. You know, suicide, those are things that are highly um, recognized now, thankfully. Yeah. Um, And there's an emphasis on that in school. So there's a zero, now you'll you'll see in the schools, like zero tolerance policy for bullying. Mm -hmm. Um, The suicide suicide hotline, like they're, you know, emphasizing that on this is the number that you call in, you know, in the case of emergency. Um, Yes. However, the implementation... So yes, ooh yes, raving mm-hmm. mental health is a is a thing. Let's get there. Let's 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 focus on it. But what are you really doing yeah. in these schools besides posting up posters? Exactly. Yeah. And I can't speak for these suburban schools. Okay. Um, I've only been in a couple. So from and from what I've known, what you know, from what I know, being in them, um, yes, there are more programs, <clears throat> but we know that mm-hmm. there's more funding. Right. So. There are more people that are hands-on. So, yes, they probably have the programs and the implementation is probably more effective and, you know, greater Mm -hmm. because they're putting more into it. But what are they doing for our low SES, you know, communities? What are they doing in those schools? And that's where I'm, you know, predominantly in. And the implementation is pretty much non-existent. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hate (laughs) to hear that. But that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yes. Oh, okay. And I, I'll ask this later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, no, actually, I want to ask it now. Okay. Okay. So, we're talking about, like, <clears throat> trauma and how every little thing basically has an effect on us, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking about now I Renaissance and they implemented metal detectors in the schools. Uh-huh. I didn't think too much of it, like, being there. I was just like, oh, okay, that's weird. But, like, whatever. Like, I don't have anything. And half the time, I feel like they weren't on. And then (laughs) I recently remember when that mire on Jefferson just opened and people were like, oh, like, it's so heavily policed and things like that. 
I didn't even realize it because I think I'm so accustomed mm-hmm. to being in situations that are heavily policed. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like that has, I guess I just answered my own question, but do you feel like that has had an effect on kind of like kids our age where I don't know if they still have metal detectors in DPS schools, but I know they had them when we were going to school. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like that has like affected kind of like how we move about in our day-to-day lives? Um, <clears throat> we, you know, we, we went to school in, uh, in neighborhoods that were, um, had more violence, mm-hmm. you know, than others. So it's like a catch 22, right? Because they want to keep us safe. They mm-hmm. want to make sure, but then it's also kind of like a, an assumption of you kids are bad, right? you know? So we have to make sure, because you're not going to see them in the, in the white schools, mm-hmm. not as much. Yeah, you know. which uh, <clears throat> they need them. Knock, knock, knock. They need them. <laughs> <laughs> and so that so it's it, that was always kind of like, um, ooh, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like it makes sense. But yet, you, you know, we don't want these children to assume like this is a, our environment is bad. Mm-hmm. Like we are um, in amongst children that will kill each other right um yes we know that you know situations happen but school shootings as from what we know rarely happen Mm -hmm. in our community yeah yes you'll get the fighting you Mm -hmm. know fighting is big fighting is a thing right jumping people you know whatever but it's rare in our communities and so that always that was something that always like triggered me like, yeah, okay, yes, you, you you know, you're saying our environments are, um, you know, more, like, more violent, violence, yeah. yeah, um, but at the same time, we have to do more for our children, if we give them more pro, they, they've taken away so much, so much, yeah. Um, and these kids right now, there's a social emotional crisis. I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. I say it on the daily, especially after COVID. Yeah. Um, there is such a crisis when it comes to understanding your, their own emotions and then how to express them in a, um, in a way that does not, you know, come out as killing or, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. If you look at the news now, more of our children are dying. 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds, mm-hmm. 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds. There was a, just a 13-year-old, you know, that killed his 12-year-old cousin mm-hmm. um, playing with the guns. That's I have thoughts on that, too. I'm not even going to get into that today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, you know, there's... They they don't really know how to handle the things that they're working through, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it has to do with our the parents. Yeah, you know they're they're tired. You know this, and there's no excuse. You know for you get it done. You know mm-hmm. you know. But if the parent is lacking mentally, so is the child. Yeah. Um, and so they're coming to to these schools now, and they're taking it out on the you know on each other because mm-hmm. where else will, will right. you do that? You spend most of your time in mm-hmm. school anyway, you know, eight hours of the day is in school. And then you go home and it's homework, dinner, dinner bed, bed. Yeah. And wake up and do it all over again. Um, so yes. Um, 
Look, I'm, I don't went off. What was the, no, what you're was the fine. original question? Just like how <laughs> things like us being heavily policed in school, like yeah. how that kind of has affected us in adulthood, if it has, if you think it has. Um, everything affects us, mm-hmm. whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Um, you're that's it's condition. So, say for instance, you had this, you know, you have a routine when you come into the to the studio. Mm-hmm. You may come in, you may come, you know, set your bag down, plug things up. You know, there's a there's a routine, but what you don't know is you're seeing that sign every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, when you're coming, it's it's like you know, it's science, it's psychology. You know, so that's in the back of your mind. If you see that sign somewhere else, you're gonna say, "Oh, I see that every day." You know, but I don't really. You don't focus right. on that sign. It's just something that you see in passing. Mm-hmm. Being, you know, have a heavy police presence in, you know, in the grocery store. Like you see how you just was like, oh, I used to see that all the time when I was in. You know, mm-hmm. they that's some that's a subconscious thing that. that it doesn't come to your for you know your forefront the forefront of your mind mm-hmm. until you have a reason to speak about it right so yes i okay. do think that it shapes you know how we think or what we do yeah you know i think i've probably become a little numb to it i guess cuz like i said like i didn't even notice it until somebody else pointed it out and i was like oh yeah mhm you right but <laughs> yeah okay i just wanted to know your thoughts on yeah. that yeah um, so Logan's learning lab. Yes, that's Let's my talk baby. about it. So as we mentioned earlier, it's a private tutoring service. Mm-hmm. T- private tutoring service. Sorry. Um, so talk to me about like when you had that aha moment where you're like, okay, I'm about to start this. I'm about to get a group of kids together mm-hmm. and we're just going to do it. Okay. So I'm going to go back a little bit to <clears throat> when I worked as a, a resource teacher. Mm-hmm. I had a... Um, a roster or sorry I'm my mind is drawing blank on vocabulary today Miss <laughs> Gibson would be on me oh my god <laughs> um, but yes yeah, so there like I had a um 23 children and I think that was the cap like, okay. of how how many you can have because you're supposed to as a resource teacher your job is to make sure that you are um in compliance with IEPs and the goals that are in their IEPs and making, you know, making sure that you're working with them on that, you know, on that. So implementing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, then you also, let's see, you're making sure that they're getting the accommodations in the classroom that they need. And, you know, so if they need extra time or if they have to use a calculator, most of these schools are out of compliance. I'm just going to say that. Okay. They are. <laughs> oh, y'all probably be mad at me. Y'all can hear me. But yes, I am. I am a spill all tell on. We love tea, honey. Yes. No. <laughs> because they, it, somebody like somebody got to get it done. Yeah. Put some fire under these butts. Mm-hmm. So, yes, most of these schools are out of compliance when it comes to, um, IEPs and making sure that they're doing what is supposed to be done. But anyway, um, as a, I seen that, you know, working in that, um, and I had about five or six cognitively impaired children on, um, you know, assigned to me. And when you're cognitively impaired, you don't go to school for a, um, like a diploma. You get a certificate of completion. Okay. Because they're, when you're, you know, as a cognitively impaired person, your mind 
um, and the way that you function is different. Right. Um, and so the the goal is to make sure that you understand you have the life skills, you know, like you can take care of yourself, um, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. You can do the basic skills to, you know, okay. function as an adult. They were not giving those students that. Their IEPs were so extremely out of compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that bothered me yeah. to my core. Coming from somebody that just worked in mental health, I hadn't worked at education at all. Yeah. Like, yes, I've worked as like a little tutor or like a mentor to children, but as a full on role, seeing how things are done in education, it peed me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, I asked them so the they were it was kind of like the the children were falling behind. It was just a matter of they were in the uh CI kids were in biology and okay. geometry and chemistry and it was just like okay. Right. But <sighs> we're talking about children that have right. a very difficult time exactly. even computing the simple math. Mm-hmm. Um and so I asked them, I said, well, what, what happened to self-contained, a self-contained classroom? Well, we don't have the, the resources to have that because mm-hmm. a self-contained classroom, you have, you know, it's one-on-one kind of like you give, you're able to give that instruction. The class sizes are very small. Okay. Um, so I had a young lady in that was CI and her behavior was off the chain. Okay. So she was in always in the hallways. She was, you know, smoking. She was coming to class drunk, mm-hmm. like Thanks, skipping school. Okay. Yep. You know, that makes me sad. Had a hard time. You know, had just has a hard life outside of mm-hmm. school. Um. <clears throat> so it was kind of like she's just in school because she has to be right. And you know, me kind of like reading her. I'm like, there's more to her story. Definitely. So then I found out about what was going on outside of school. Okay. Well, let's look at her IEP. Like, let's see what's going on. She was 17 in the, um, she was 17 in the 10th grade. Wow. Um, She read on the kindergarten level, Mm. did math on the kindergarten level, but her IEP hadn't been updated for two years. Now with the IEP, remind me of what that stands for. Cause my mom. No, you're fine. (laughs) I should have said that. So an individualized (laughs) education plan. Okay. Now does everyone need to take one or just the kids that are in like the, um, like the resource program. So that's how you get into the resource okay. program. Mm-hmm. Okay. So say, for instance, we have our children that are struggling in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And then you try to implement interventions. Um, so there's like a MTSS process, so like a multi-tier systematic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, the, you know, you go through the, the program, like tier one, tier two, tier three. Um, and... If once the once they basically see that these interventions, kind of like these wraparound services, aren't helping, then a school psychologist comes in, and it you know there's a team. Say for instance, they might need you know speech, help, mm-hmm. you know, or what have you. But there's a team. They come together, um, do assessments. If it comes out to where the child um, qualifies for an IEP, then they get an and then they are assigned a resource. Okay, you know. So there's a there's a whole process for mm-hmm. that. Um, in a, in a nutshell, of course, it's greater than that. But if I can put it into simple, mm-hmm. that's pretty much the process. <clears throat> and so, um, back to what I, you know, the young lady. So I kind of just like took her under my wing a little yeah. bit. Um, and took all of them under my wing. And they were like, "Well, there's not a self-contained class." 
I'm like, well, there needs to be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I had, they were like, well, we, somebody has to take it on. And I said, I will. Okay, and they were like, period. well, there needs to be a curriculum. I'll cook. So I literally mm-hmm. created a curriculum for these children. And I, you know, so uh, the children, my case low, lowered, mm-hmm. of course, but I took these children on. So first hour, second hour, third hour was math, reading, life skills. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to your specials. Um, th- that was what I did. Okay. And so I had five, five or six children in my classroom and we worked through <clears throat> how do you re- like regrouping and, you know, things like the, like sub- basic subtraction, how to count money. Yeah. How to tell time. Um, that's all. Those are math, you know, mm-hmm. math, con- excuse me, math concepts that, um, you learn as, you know, in elementary school, but they were struggling with that. Of You know, like, yeah. but like I said, it was, it, that's expected. Um, and so a lot of that overlapped into life skills with how much, you know, making sure that you know how to make a purchase, things like that. Um, how do you manage your emotions? How yeah. do you, you know, form relationships <clears throat> with, you know, how do you, uh, conflict resolution, things like that was what we, what I taught. And then, okay, how do you, what is the noun and a pronoun? Um, singular and plural parts of speech, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. And so that's what I ended up focusing on with those, you know, students. Um, and once she switched over, once they got into a self-contained classroom, don't you know, their grades increased Mm -hmm. drastically. Yeah. Um, they were able to make A's and B's at this point. It wasn't just about, you know, F's or whatever, but you, I'm, I'm letting them pass though. Right. Like, so yeah, you got an F, but we just going to give you a C because you can't still be impaired. So we're just going to pass you. People don't realize that's such a disservice. Such a disservice. They're doing, <laughs> and that's big in these schools. Mm-hmm. They are doing such a disservice to these children. And so, um, but when they were able to see that they got these good grades, their confidence changed. Mm-hmm. Um, they started to be happy to come to school and learn. They would get their report cards or their progress reports, and it would be, you know, look, you know, look, mom, or look, Miss Bailey, these are the grades that I got. You know, I'm doing so good. And then mm-hmm. it was the behaviors changed. Right. So now, no, I don't have to get up and walk out the class when I'm frustrated. Because I'm understanding mm-hmm. language a little more. Of course, I'm not. I'm gonna be irritated in in biology and chemistry. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Girl, None of this makes sense to me. It's already hard. It's already hard. <laughs> but you you have somebody that does not comprehend, right? They and expecting already, them just to. Heck yeah, I'm about to leave. Bye. Right. I'm irritated. Look. You're telling me to focus. I can't focus. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Also, these teachers are not trauma informed. There's a lack of that. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, she just had to feed 17 different, you know, siblings Mm -hmm. because, or, you know, before she came to school, she had to make sure everybody, she's getting up, she's doing what she has to do because home is the type, you know, the way that it is. And then you, she's exhausted and you want her to come in here and understand what it is that you're saying to her and she already can't comprehend. Mm -hmm. I would say F you too. Yeah. And so, but when you cater to that and you give that, that child that space to be, Mm-hmm. who they are and then give them the resources to excel now you'll see a, a increase in success and an increase in positive behaviors and all you know then you have something to reinforce you mm-hmm. know so yes um that was how i got into <laughs> education mm-hmm. um covid hit then 
things went south. Yeah. Um, these kids that we were seeing on the daily and kind of, pour, you know, able to pour into, we were no longer able to do that in the capacity that we were. Right. Um, so now we're just calling over the phone doing wellness checks. Hey, do you have PPE? Is there any way that we can support you? Do you have enough food? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you? You know, so we were doing more mental, well, you know, mental health check-ins and wellness checks more than we were education. So okay. there was a focus on, okay, let's just get these, let's just finish, finish the school year. Let's make sure that they log on so they can get attendance so we can get the funding mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. There was less of an emphasis on academic success, success and more of an emphasis on making sure that they are attending the classes and... If they're on Zoom, um, are there cameras on? Right. And, you know, things like that. So much happened mm-hmm. during COVID that it really, it really did a number on our kids. It did a number on everybody. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I work with kids and mm-hmm. I see this. Because I, I, <sighs> I was going to say that, too. It's like, yes, we know it was very hard for the teachers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but some of these kids, you really don't know what's going on in their homes. Like, and and I know some people are like, oh, lockdown was so great for me. But it's like, okay, but what about, <clears throat> excuse me, that other person that lives in a very tumultuous household? Yeah. It wasn't great for them. So they were, uh, that, that you know, um, seeing them on Zoom. Girl, look, I'm all, I had to reel it in. <laughs> there would be kids that were just like, struggling Mm -hmm. um you were privy to their abuse yeah um you were privy to their home conditions um it was rough because it's like what can you do behind Mm -hmm. the screen um there were a lot of cps okay um it was deep yeah it's deep and now we're back in the we're in the mindset of, okay, let's, you know, things are, like we everything has to keep rolling. The ball keeps rolling. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Now we these kids are back in person, um, and it's it's like, okay, big on performance. The, we need these test scores. We need to make sure, da, da, da. And it's like, oh, yeah, we expect them to be low because of COVID, but also pushing them, you know, really hard. And it's right. just like, let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, 2020... I had a cousin that passed away from um, cancer. Okay. Now, can, she's always struggled with cancer, but um, I think she, she ended up catching COVID. Mm-hmm. So this is before co- the COVID, like uh, the pandemic even became. Yeah, before we even knew. Before we even knew, they knew. Okay. Hospitals, and that's what I'm, I'm telling everybody. I'm like, they knew. Um they just hadn't announced everything, kind of mm-hmm. like how monkeypox is going yeah. right now. Child. <laughs> we about to be back in the house again. Put me in there. Put me go. <laughs> put me in the house because at this again. point it's it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a struggle. But yeah, so um, yeah, okay. Fast forward, she you know she passes away, and then everything is kind of like going on. I'm praying for you know an increase. Um, praying for God to enlarge my territory. Mm-hmm. Kind of like. What is it that I'm good at that, you know, how can I give back? How can I make a living for myself? How can I 
pass something down for my child, you know, in the event that something happens to me, what, what can I leave behind? Um, so I'm praying on that. I'm manifesting it, you know, and then it was just like, it came to me mm-hmm. and it was just like, you know, I was sitting down I was like, what if I, like, what if I do tutoring? And so it started off as like, okay, let's, let's just tutor, you know, all right, does your child need help? Mm-hmm. What do they need help with? And then it was kind of like a, in my mind, it was like, God said bigger. And I was like, okay. And so out of nowhere, like I literally started on my computer mm-hmm. and I, you know, mapping things out and I would send it to like my trusted individuals. Like, how does this sound? You know, what is, do you think this is a good idea? You know, kind of mm-hmm. just like I needed the the reassurance, like the confirmation of just like, yes, like go ahead. And it was one, one of my friends was like, girl, oh, why are you asking me? It was like, do it. (laughs) You know, regardless of if you think it's an idea, a good idea, do it, Mm -hmm. you know, but yes, there is a need for this. So, you know, I say, go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up coming up with the name, you know, and that was the, you know, when you're in the, like this, the planning stages coming up with a name for something. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. (laughs) It was hard, but the alliteration in Logan's learning lab. Yes, I love it. It made me, thank you. It made me like smile when Mm -hmm. I was like saying it and I was like, oh, this is it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I were always work with Logan. I always am like stress the importance of knowing how to do these things. So that way, you know, it that was just that was just big for me. Mm-hmm. Um, teaching him, spending time with him. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with like my ABA background and things like that, but natural environmental learning. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what color is this, Logan? You know, oh that's black. Like good job. Like just so the the reinforcement, like the affirmations I would speak over him, yeah. kind of like just teaching him, working with him. I started when he was in my in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And so just seeing like the the way that he would learn and then working with other students. And I'm like, oh, you don't learn this way. You learn this way. Let's teach you this way. Um, and now and we're seeing results. Not all of that was just like, oh, like you kind of have a key. You got yeah. the tools. You've, you've unlocked the code. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the cheat code. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I was like, I'm going to do this. So I ended up launching it on um my cousin's death anniversary mm-hmm. as like an ode to her. Um, and it has been doing well ever yeah. since it has. Um, I'm a, kind of like a one woman team. Okay. You know, so if you hear this and you think you, <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you think you might be a good fit, I'm going to hit your girl up. JG, um, you could be a tutor. Listen, <clears throat> I'm looking for more. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I need a I'm I'm looking for a partner. Yeah. Like I want somebody that is just as passionate about education, just as passionate about mental health, just as passionate about our black and brown babies. That is my that's what I'm doing it for. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, yes it brings in, you know, a profit. Yes it does. Um leave, you know, have it gives me something to leave Logan, but the change that I'm seeing in these children that I'm working with, um, it's not, yes, they're learning how to read and write and compute, mm-hmm. but seeing their smiles when they get it, um, seeing them go to school and get like, and bring back the A's that they get on their papers, um, getting the, the seeing the tears on the parents where like, it's like, I thought something was wrong with my baby. Yeah. Like, 
Girl, I can't tell you how many times I have cried in those two sessions. I was sessions. about to say, I would be <laughs> weeping every time. With those parents, because, look, I'm getting chills now, because it's scary to think that something could be wrong with, not, and I'm not saying wrong. Yeah. That's not the, that's not mm-hmm. the right term to, that, you know, those are the terms that the parents will use, yeah. but I don't say that they, they operate differently. Right. That's what I always say. There's a, they, you know, they're, they function mm-hmm. differently. Um, there's nothing wrong. And I'll say that there's nothing wrong with your child, right. but the parents will say, um, like there's something wrong. Like, I think there's something like, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, let's, let's talk about it. Let's see what's going on. And no, they may not learn by, um, like in a traditional, traditional setting. Yeah. But yes. They may, they may learn through song. Mm-hmm. Um, they may learn through like, vis- you know, like visual, uh, stimulation and um, like it's, it's just so many different learning styles mm-hmm. that in the classroom the teachers cannot cater to yeah you know classrooms are huge now so the sizes are huge mm-hmm. because there's a lack of teachers there's a lot lack of qualified yeah. teachers yes um don't even I'm like I'm on I know I'm like girl you know yes. ball game oh my but god this just seeing that um I needed, I felt the need to do something. And so I am. Um, and I actually, because there is, we are in going, getting ready to go into a recession. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a nonprofit. Um, my nonprofit is called Project Seems, and Seems stands for Supporting Education and Mental Stability. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to get that funding. I want to. So that way these children can come aboard and these parents don't have to worry about, you know, pulling from their pockets and getting those extra resources, but not even in the the resources in the sense of their, you know, there's nothing wrong with learning in a smaller setting, but private tutoring mm-hmm. is, is very special. Yeah. Um, the, my, our lessons plan, our lesson plans are individualized. Um, so it's, it caters to your learning style. It is, um, that one-on-one interaction that for an hour we're focusing solely on what you struggle with. Um, how can we change that? No, I don't get it. Okay, let me explain it to you differently. It's the the time that's, you know, dedicated to your child just to make sure that they succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what makes Logan's Learning Lab so successful um because the results that you know the that it's rendering Mm -hmm. um and the parents are seeing it um and it's rough yeah it's rough being a full-time mommy and And going to school full-time yes (laughs) and trying to run a business you know a business and then uh, it's a lot Mm -hmm. you know you gotta then managing my own mental health and life um it's it's it is yeah. a lot. Um, so I I don't feel like, you know, we are always hard on ourselves. Like, oh, I don't have, I'm not pushing out enough content on social mm-hmm. media. Like, am I pushing my brand? Am mm-hmm. I rebranding? Does it fit the narrative of what um, will give me more likes? And, you know, and to be quite honest, um, because I'm being obedient to God and following in my purpose, mm-hmm. um, it's I feel like that's the real reason why we are where we are. Yeah. Um, yes, it produces results, but 
it's what I'm doing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And so, yes, I'll, you know, I get people that'll say like, oh, I have, I just, I just, I don't know. I've like word of mouth. Like I didn't, yeah. do you have a social media page? And I'm like, oh, you didn't find me on that? I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you know, so it makes me feel good. Um, And yeah, like, so I think I have about, from the time we started in January, 2021 to now, I have 62 wow. students that have been registered. Okay. Um, and you're tutoring them all by yourself? So that I don't have 62 that are active. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Girl, no. No, no. I, I literally stopped breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, oh, my gosh. 62 okay. students that have uh, registered. Just period. Just period. Okay. Um, or have attended this. I've had more okay. that have registered, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, But... 62 students that have registered and attended at least one session. I love this for you. This is so, (laughs) I'm like just literally so happy and inspired that like you are here and just talking about this and doing the work because again, I have a a teacher mom. So Mm -hmm. you already know, like when you have a teacher mom, you grow up very, in a, in a very particular way. Yeah. (laughs) Every day. It's a classroom. Every said it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I, Logan, I know he'd be like, all right, Logan, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to count how many peas I got okay, on my plate. Okay, look, okay, I'm tired. <laughs> I've been at school all day. Right. But I've watched her just like pour into kids that are not her own. Yeah. Um, I think it takes, again, a special person to do that too, because you could easily be like, I have other things to worry about. Like I have my baby mm-hmm. in my life, but you're like, okay, I have, yes, I still have all of this going on, but I'm still going to like carve out a piece of me that I can share mm-hmm. with people that really need it. And mm-hmm. so I just, uh, I love it. Girl, it activates my, my dopamine. Yes. Like it's seeing them like get it. Girl, it's a whole different, like when it, those moments where it's like, that aha moment, mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. It puts a smile on my face for the rest of the day. Like, I can literally, I start off in the morning. Like, yesterday, I had a, a client. Um, and she started back, she's a, um out-of-state client, mm-hmm. so she's virtual. And um, we get online, and I hadn't seen her since, like, beginning of 20, no, about summer 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was struggling to read. Like, you know, we were on... <clears throat> vowels, mm-hmm. vowel sounds. And I like she, you know, came back on board and I spoke with her and I was like, okay, can you read this for me? And when I say she is reading. Yes, girl. And I was like, okay. You know, and her mom got on and she was just like, you heard her? And I was like, yeah. Oh. She was like, and she was like, I'm like, I just couldn't wait to for you to hear oh. her read. Like, like yeah. So she's about to make me cry. <laughs> it's <laughs> those moments yeah. where it was like, oh, so you, like, she was like, you laid, like, you really gave her that foundation that she was like, we were trying to give her, or the school was trying to give her, mm-hmm. you really laid a foundation for her to one, be herself, reassure herself when she, you know, kind of like gets it or doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, give herself some grace. And that will always be my thing. Like, give you, that's my favorite saying, give yourself some grace. Yeah. You know, and so um, just seeing her, it was just one of those like, oh, yes, it made my whole day. Desiree for mayor, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we need you. Yeah. But that's how school psychology came in. Yeah. <sighs> I know. It's It's all full circle. All full circle. (laughs) Now, with the tutoring sessions, um, can you talk more about the age groups that you service? Um, If you're taking more clients on and if you were to have someone else like join your team, Mm -hmm. 
what kind of qualifications are you looking for? Oh, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I work with, um, it's, I actually started at age one. Okay. I have a one, ages one through four, um, I call the school readiness program. And so what that does is, of course, the little babies, you know, we're working on <clears throat> identification, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. How do I spell my name? You know, all of those. And then I work from uh, like five all the way up to 18, actually. Oh, wow. Um. Yep. So pre-K, before pre-K, mm-hmm. all the way up to 12th grade. Okay. Um, I am still taking on, you know, clients. Um. I'm not booked yet. Okay. You know, so I'm almost, you know, I'm, we getting there. There's but room for a couple there, more. There is room for a couple more. Um, my But the basis of... <laughs> it's okay. I do it all the time. But come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> the basis of the students that I work with, like the bulk of, the bulk of them are ages, I would say, 4 to 13. Okay. Um, and then... In terms of like, yes, please come and help me tutor these kids. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I have to do is get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. When you birth a baby, you're, um, you are territorial. Yes, you are possessive. Um, you are, <clears throat> you want to ensure that nobody mistreats your baby. Mm-hmm. Um. In your mind, you're like, nobody can love them like I do. Um, and I had to get out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it took a, a while for me to say, girl, if you want to expand, you're going to need some help. Yeah. How are you going to do all of this on your own? <clears throat> so, yes, I am looking to bring somebody on board. Um, I do understand that you cannot be territorial and possessive. Um, yeah, that's hard, though. Yeah, like, you know, like... <laughs> Understanding that's why there, you know, you have villages to help you raise your child. Mm-hmm. Look at it. That's how I had to start mm-hmm. looking at it. Somebody told me that. Um, actually, that was my friend <clears throat> Bear. He actually has his um, co- he's a, his name on Instagram is Coach Bear. He's Hello, uh, Bear. Yes. <laughs> um, check out. I'm gonna check him out. But yeah, he's a um, kind of like a nutritionist, if you will. Okay. But yes, he has his own company and he does he does like, you know, training and whatnot. And he was like, That's what I had to do for mine. Mm-hmm. And when he gave me that insight, I was like, Oh, you know, you're right. I do have to look at it as, you know, if I was help like letting Logan go to school, mm-hmm. I had to help, you know, let yeah. people help me raise him. Um so if you are nurturing, <clears throat> if you have a passion for um, education, if you have a passion for seeing our black and brown babies succeed, um, if you are willing to learn, because I'm still learning. If I come, if I have a child that comes to me, because they, first of all, the way that they teach these children. I was about to say, <laughs> I know it's different. <laughs> these new ways I know of it's how different. they teach our kids is something different. Um, I still go back. And I, I teach myself, okay. you know, if I'm like, Ooh, I don't know how they, you know, how they came up with that answer by that way. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a minute. Yeah. And so I'll, you know, we'll come back to that or, you know, 
hey, do this task really quickly and I'm going to hop on YouTube and I'm going to teach myself. You know, we're going to figure it out yeah. together. <laughs> um, you know, never, everybody's not perfect and no one knows everything. Um, but if you are willing to learn, you know, mm-hmm. to grow with these babies at the same time, come on board. Hit yeah. me up. Especially, I wish I had time. Listen, and then I don't even, it's not even a, like, yes, I need tutors. You mm-hmm. know, I need people to go out there, but <clears throat> I need a partner. Somebody that is just as passionate, you know, as mm-hmm. me, um, trauma informed. Like I, I, can, I sh- cannot stress that enough. I cannot stress mm-hmm. that enough when it comes to these children, especially after COVID. Um, they, they're grieving. Yeah. They, most of these kids have lost more than you can imagine, and I'm not even just talking death. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Understanding that we are going through a lot and we go, you know, there's I'm, everyone goes through something, but our black and brown babies is a little different. Yeah. Um, it's on an, another scale. So, yes, come on, boy, help me out. You know, check me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me like, oh, let's do, you know, this, it'll be a little easier if you did it this way or yeah. um, slow your roll. You know, you can't do everything all at once. You know, just sharing task, tasks like I need somebody to help me with that yeah. so um but a lot of people like you said they, it's you know no time yeah I just because I'm, I'm trying to think I'm like well maybe if I could do it on this <laughs> day I'm like trying to think of a way but somebody is gonna come yes yeah, somebody is gonna come um, I, I pray on it yes. um because like I said this is an it's an alignment um with what I was put on this earth for. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, this is what I was made to do. I was made to cater to children. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, as a therapist, I used to be like, I'm so, I just, I don't want to work with children. Like, I, all I do is work with children. I've always worked with children. I want to focus on adults. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, I always get back to children. <laughs> and so when Logan's Learning Lab came about, I said, oh, God, you are hilarious. Okay. So you thought. You, and you so thought. it's just like, all right, stop fighting it. This mm-hmm. is what you're, this is, this is what you are meant to do. You're supposed to work with them. Um, it takes a certain type of mental capacity. Yes. To work with them. Yes. Um, so you have to be patient. You have to be kind. Mm-hmm. Um. You have to love them as if you they were your own mm-hmm. um, enough to say, hey, you know, like check them when you need to. Um, but also there's that space of you're not mine. So I can't I, I'm not biased. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see you from a different, you know, lens. Um, I can bond with you a little differently because I'm not mom that right. also has to chastise you, you know, whatever. Logan's Learning Lab is fun. That and that's really what mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of what probably makes us stand up because I will sit I will get up and do a TikTok with you. Okay. I will we will sit and we will play um one of my one of my things is what time is it? And the kids will be like, game time. And then that's <laughs> and that means like it's it's our break time. Mm-hmm. So whatever t- whatever we doing, if we're playing a game, if we are watching a, you know, for the older ones, they're like, Oh, can we watch this new, you know, this new video or the you know, sure, let's watch it together. Mm-hmm. You know, that 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 little those little moments of it's not all about academics. This is also the giving you the space to um be to love on yourself, mm-hmm. um, to build your confidence in the classroom. Um if you can if you can be confident in yourself 
then you are more willing, you're more open to learn new things. Yeah. <clears throat> because then you're not scared. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not fearful of failure. You understand that I might, I may not get it the first time and I may not even get it the second or the third, but I am going to get it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when I do get it, I'm going to pat myself on the back because I'm that girl. Yeah. You know, like, so that's, it's just under, that helping them understand that um, is, is big. Oh, Desiree, <laughs> I just love you. I, I have love a, you too. I have a few. Thank you, girl. I have a few more questions yes, for go, you. Yes, let's get it. Okay, so. You and mentioned stop early, me too, because I will, oh, I no, will you're talk. Fine. You're okay. fine. Um, so you mentioned earlier about, like, preserving your mental health, making mm-hmm. sure you're taking care of yourself. <clears throat> How do you do that when you are so busy servicing so many other people? Girl therapy. <laughs> Let me hold on. Let me speak into this mic a little bit more. Ther- therapy. <laughs> if Specifically, I, the men. Listen, no, I'm, just, uh, I'm joking, but I'm not. No, mm-hmm. please Y'all go. Need help. Look, come on, please go <laughs> right now. ASAP, I will help you. Um, <laughs> no, but like therapy has been really big for me. Um, to be honest. Or to not to even be stay be honest, be transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, grief and loss is a is a theme in mm-hmm. my life. I've started losing <clears throat> people at the age of twelve, okay. and it's been consistent. It's been constant. It's, if it's not every year, it's every other year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've gone more than two years mm-hmm. without losing someone close. Um, but we were I was raised in a you know tight knit family, so <clears throat> there are no. Oh, second, third, cousin. Yeah. The auntie and uncle okay. and cousin or bro- and brother and sister. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how we were raised. So when we when there's a loss, it's always a hit. Um, and that's kind of that's the, you know, like the bittersweet part about being raised in a tight, you know, because people would be like, yeah, I lost my uncle. But, you know, it was my uncle down in this state. <clears throat> Never really met him for real. But, yeah. you know, like what? Whereas that uncle down in that state, it was like, yep, I went to go spend a summer with him mm-hmm. before, you know. So it was like, it's it's that. Um, so dealing with that, um, I am single. Okay, that was big. Yeah. Ooh, that was big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still working through that. Like yeah. I'm still healing through, um, kind of just like operating in a new world. Mm-hmm. Um, becoming a mommy was big for me. Um. My mom is like the bomb.com, the apple of my eye, mm-hmm. my best friend. Um, <clears throat> hey, Tracy, girl. Hey, that's a raise, mom. <laughs> um, that is Mother Teresa. Everybody calls her Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. Like, that's she She feeds the block. Okay. And then some. Um, but yeah, so I really, like, soon as I became a mom, I was like, gun hold on. Like, I got to be the, you know, I got to be this. I got to be this. And I was like. I, I got to be how my, you know, my parents and my aunts say that, you know, right. I have to be an uncle. Like, it was that. And it was just like a, I was doing, like, I knew I was doing a good job. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I tell myself, I'm like, you are a dope mom. Yeah. Like, you are, you is doing the thing. <laughs> one of the best around. <laughs> okay. Good girl. <laughs> but it was one of the, I had to unlearn, you know, some like some uh toxic things that mm-hmm. I learned that you know that I kind of t- took on you know you everybody takes on their family yeah. you know traditions and values and stuff like that but they may not align with mm-hmm. who you are as you, you know as you get older so that was a thing um postpartum yeah. went through that 
went through that. <laughs> that was a thing, and they don't talk about it. They don't help you. It scares me so much. I just have to watch y'all from afar because <laughs> you know what? My pregnancy was the. I was a b word. I was <laughs> now that I will say, whoo, girl. I was mean. My friend. I remember one time. Um, my friend Leanne. Hey, I, Leanne. Yes, that's my girl. That's, that's <laughs> she sold me my condo. That's Logan's guy mom. Yay. Yes, she's. Love her to death. Mm-hmm. But, yes, yeah, so she, I remember I was pregnant. And I would keep my phone on, like, do not disturb. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't answer that phone or it would be on silent. <laughs> and I remember she called me and she was like, hey, I'm not coming in. I'm just letting you know that I'm here to bring you ice cream. And I was like, that is so nice. But that's so sad of me. Like, Desiree. And she was like, she brought it to the door and she was like tiptoeing. She was like, here you go. I am a screaming. <laughs> I had one friend I did not talk to the whole pregnancy and when I had my baby she was like hey like can I talk to you now like are we good so right. yeah I didn't have like a med- you know medically wise mm-hmm. I was healthy everything was good but too. emotionally but after the postpartum um I will say it men please help just help mm-hmm. in the you know in 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 the way that you think that you are needed you're needed. Mm-hmm. If, you know, your lady cannot say, um, I just need a hug. Hug her. Yeah. <laughs> Take that baby. Cause she's not going to want to give him, you know, that baby mm-hmm. to you. She, you know, especially I nursed. So I used to be like, oh, what you, what can you yeah, do? You right. know, I'm, <laughs> you're useless. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't feed the baby. I got to feed the baby, you know, but it was just like, you know, but I, shout out to my, you know, my son's dad. He was, you know, very supportive. But postpartum, sometimes you just can't help it. Yeah. Um. So, yes, mental health. I just, I never, I didn't, boundaries weren't really a thing okay. in my family. Um. My, like, my, like my mom said, I said, you know, she'll feed the block. So my mom, she would, um, you never let anybody go hungry or cold. Mm-hmm. That was what some, you know, something she always said. And so <clears throat> even if they wronged you, you still help them because yeah. God said so. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a that was a thing. And so I grew up like, okay, well, I, I love them and they need me. So I, you know, I yeah. gotta, get, I gotta, I'm a people pleaser. I can't, they can't be, I can't, you know, have anybody mad at me. And so, you know, tr- the anxiety formed and all of this, you know, all the things. And so therapy really keeps me grounded. Um, loving on myself. The more I love on myself and the more I fall in love with myself, mm-hmm. the better my mental health gets. Yeah. And I can, you know, say that therapy has helped me mm-hmm. with that too. Um, but yes, just the the taking the extra moments to moisturize my skin yes. in the morning, to put aloe, you mm-hmm. know, on my face. The skin is glowing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yours is too. Thank you. <laughs> um, to sit in the sun. You know, people, you know, black people, they try to shower. I don't want to get dark. Please yeah. give me uh, all the darkness. My dad used to be like, you need to get a little blacker. The Go outside. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Go sit in that sun. Get that vitamin D. Black people really yeah, have. But put know, on sunscreen. Put, don't put, do that. Uh, let me put talk to the mic. Well, come on. Put on sunscreen. <laughs> yes, you can get skin cancer Man. if you do not. And you will get sunburn. Your melanin does not protect okay. you all the way. It happens to us too. Come <laughs> on, well, let me say that in the mic. Um, but just, just 
giving myself the room to grieve, Mm -hmm. the room to be, um, knowing that not one soul is perfect. Um, and then seeing a, seeing a little life, you know, my, my mini me, Mm -hmm. um, he, he'll, he's, you know, speaking life into him as a child, you, you, you you think of like if, if is what I'm saying like sticking with my child and but and then he'll say something and I'm like oh I know it is yeah um, he'll he'll call me and he'll be like mom and I'm like what and he's like I love you so much oh <clears throat> you know like just just the random things or if I'm sad and he'll be like chin up chin like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so so, like he'll say like <laughs> little things like that so it's just um the support system mm-hmm. um if. Some days I, it's okay to be tired. You know, my mind goes a mile a minute. Like, you know, like burnout is real. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going through it right now. Like, I don't have the, like, I don't feel like it. Yeah. I'm tired. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and honor that. You And, I, and I'm and i doing that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so just understanding that, like, you do do a lot. It's okay for you to have a space and time in your life to not do so much. To yeah. put things on the back burner. But I'm like... Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Like, is is Logan Learning Lab gonna be all that it's gonna be if I don't put this content out? Like, you know, everything is a push for making sure you're seen mm-hmm. because if you're not seen, you you know you fall off. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but no, like my days will go Monday Monday through Friday. I will wake up in the morning. I would get Logan ready for school. I would take him to school. I will go to work. I will get off work. Go and grab him. We'll go to tutoring, mm-hmm. <clears throat> straight to tutoring. So he'll be there with me. Okay. We leave from tutoring. I am doing homework. We're doing his homework. Then I have to, you know, either if I haven't prepared dinner, I'm, pre- you know, early or, you know, I'm preparing yeah. it at that, at that point. We're eating. Then we're going to bed. And I'm doing it all over again. Yeah. But I'm also, <clears throat> the days that I'm not tutoring, I'm also in class. Ooh. So it was just one of the, and that's how my, once, once the school year like goes into effect that's what's going you know that's how my life mm-hmm. all day every day and so now that it's summer i'm like girl you're being lazy like you're not no. you, and I'm all right virgo to, lady calm I'm, down <laughs> <laughs> that's me that's me uh, <laughs> relax <laughs> i'm like you're being lazy like what are you doing you didn't even wake you didn't wake up this morning and put like anything on Instagram, like what are you doing? You didn't did you didn't write that paper? You know your paper do. You don't you didn't do it. Like, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm just like, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, but then understanding like you don't have to right now. Mm-mm. Because if you force yourself to do it, then it's not gonna be um the quality that you're looking for. Right. Quality over quantity mm-hmm. all day, every day. Um, so focusing just understanding that I am a person. And I have to love me in order to love anybody else. Yeah. I can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> love it. <laughs> okay. This is a question I like to ask everyone <clears throat> okay. before we depart. Yes. Um. So, we're on Damsels in Detroit. Yes, we and are. And for me, when I started this platform, I'm like, I know so many amazing women. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't know them, I see them just Mm -hmm. like doing all these great things and they're showing up as themselves authentically. And I'm like, damsel means something negative and whatever. Like, we don't like this, but I want to like reclaim this word. And like, 
highlight all of these people <clears throat> mm-hmm. that sometimes can be too humble. Yeah. You know, like don't want to necessarily talk about their accomplishments because they're afraid of like how they are going to be perceived. Mm-hmm. But when I think of a damsel in Detroit, I think of a woman like you. Thank you. Someone who is showing up as herself, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> encouraging other people to show up as, as themselves, like pouring into others, providing resources, all of these things. So I want to know what it means for you mm-hmm. to be a damsel in Detroit. <clears throat> um, I think it means to be a woman who is striving to be the best version of herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's with all the bad that may happen in life. Um, And not not bad, but negative, you know, things that um, life can throw your way. We are out here doing the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, girl, this podcast is, the, the bomb.com. Thank you. Well, let's let's highlight you now. Because <laughs> if you. It, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't the number one, the top <laughs> damsel in Detroit. <clears throat> um, but no, I think that that's really you know what I get from that. Um, these are women, you know, some you know, different women of color, mm-hmm. um, different shades, maybe non. You know, POC. Mm-hmm. But um, I've had a couple. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just just you're doing what you have to do to make it. Mm-hmm. And if you can make it in Detroit, child, baby, I just feel like you can make it anywhere because the resources are limited, honey. Yes, <laughs> yes. If you can make it in Detroit, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. And so, um, to be that woman that is doing the thing in this city that. First of all, I love Detroit. Yeah, and that's a lot of you know we we got our our gripes. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my gripes about about the city, especially with how things are going now. But at the same time, we've bred so much greatness, and we're breeding so mm-hmm. much greatness. Um, and so that's that's really what I see. I see a woman that is being showing up, like you said, as her full self. Um, doing the work in her community, doing the work in herself and her family. Um. A person that is going to continue, that's going to persist no matter what. Yeah. Love. Oh. <laughs> and lastly, where can people stay connected with you <clears throat> if people have kids that they want to enroll in the program? Where can they go to apply? And any other important dates or notes that we need to take away from today um so logan's learning lab is on facebook and instagram at logan's learning lab we are also online at loganslearninglab.com you can google us um you can and she pops right up (laughs) we have been featured in voyage michigan magazine we've been featured in telegram newspaper we have also been featured on channel 7 and channel 20 W-X-Y-Z W-D-I-P Okay Celebrity Yes Shout out to Yes my homegirl Over there She's the executive producer Oh fun Um, But yes Just Yeah Social media That's that's where we at Yeah we are Like I said We are accepting more Students Please follow us Like us Share your thoughts Any questions that you have Any comments um, any concerns? I'm I'm open to constructive criticism. Um, but lastly, before we go, I want to say, please, please, 
and I can't say it enough, love on your babies. I understand love may not necessarily mean affection. Mm-hmm. If you can show them affection, please do. Um, but not everybody is, you know, an affectionate person. Um, love on them. Spend time with them. Um, affirm them. Encourage them. Mm-hmm. Um, teach them the golden rule. Do unto others as we will have done on you know, done unto you. Mm-hmm. Um we need that. It's a lot. Yeah. Going on. Um, and our and the babies will come to me and cry about it. Yeah. Because they feel like they may not be able to cry it to their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, please give them the space. Allow your child to ask questions. Don't don't you know, denounce what they have, the questions that they have, what they have to say. Have conversations with your child. Mm-hmm. They know and understand more than you would you would yeah. think. Um, give please give that space to your children because they are crying out for it. And if you don't create that space, they will go and find that affection or that attention elsewhere. Yeah. Attention seeking behavior is one of the most um what drives a lot of children's behavior and they will get the attention, whether it's positive or negative. Some attention is better than no attention Mm -hmm. is what I say. Um, yes. So that's, I just had to leave on that note. Please, please love on y'all babies. Give them the space to be. (sighs) This is probably one of my favorite episodes. (laughs) No, it was just so, I love it. I'm so nervous too. No, I tell people that all the time. Like, I feel like, I try to make people feel as comfortable as possible. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty. Oh, no, you did. I, look, I walked in. I said, oh, this is cute. <laughs> oh, it's very professional. I, I was like, all right. Okay, let me put on my, you know, but I, it's so easy to say the wrong thing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture is yes. real. Um, and I am very much so a tell it like it is mm-hmm. person. Um, So I just kept saying like, watch what you say, but I speak from the, yeah, like from my mind, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, and we're on a podcast. So Mm -hmm. it's, (laughs) so it's it's hard, it's hard to be like, Ooh, you shouldn't have said Mm -hmm. that, you know, but at the same time, I'm, I'm really, I'm real. Yeah. You did great. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you for this opportunity. Of course. And I like when I have people on for the first time because then I feel like they end up being on like 20 other podcasts. Yeah. So this is coming. the first one. It's coming. And just remember, you guys, just remember <laughs> she was here first. I was. I was. <laughs> yes. Well, as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, always remember that Detroit girls do it better. Okay. And do. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.